0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Net Worth Pod, where today we're going to talk about the NBA and everything going on there but spread. How excited are you to be back, baby? We have sports.
1: Oh, dude, it's so nice, and we haven't tried to force it at all, but we have games, we have lines, and we have things to actually talk about that aren't just pure speculation. So uh, I'm excited to start breaking these down. Uh We've already found a couple angles, and I was hesitant to get money down so early, but I think uh, I think we're going to be able to find some good stuff here.
0: yeah we uh, we started the pod just talking doing some prep I don't know what maybe 45 minutes ago at this point, and uh, maybe ten minutes into that folks Brent told me that he wasn't going to bet on anything and uh, just before we got started, we have something we found that we both bet on so um, just so everybody knows where we are. There's a lot of excitement, a lot to cover. So we'll jump right in. Just to go over quickly, you know, what we're looking at here, there's 22 teams that are going to be entering the bubble, if you will. Um, Nine from the Eastern Conference. You have your top eight, Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Miami, Indiana, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Orlando, and then the nine seed, Washington. In the Western Conference, uh, 13 teams, the Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Mavericks, and Grizzlies, which is the current top eight plus. The Trailblazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, and Phoenix Suns. Each team will be playing eight games. We'll be going through those schedules in just a little bit. Um, And the unique thing is when they get to the end of the season, there's a potential for a playing game or a playing tournament, actually, for the eight seed. So here's how it works. It's um, when we get to the end of the season, if the eight seed is... It is more than four games ahead. So five games or more ahead of the team that's in ninth. There will be no play in tournament. However, spread. And I know that you understand this very, very well. If the nine seed is within four four games of the eight seed, so four or less, there'll be a two-game tournament where the nine seed has to win both of those games. What do you think, spread? That's pretty cool. So
1: if they go one and one, the eight seed pretty much holds serve and, and moves on. Exactly. Cool. Well, uh, there actually is a pretty good chance we'll see a playing game, and that's pretty exciting. I know people have been talking about that for a while. Uh, it kind of, um, you know, gives you the same kind of excitement that the one and done feel of the NCAA tournament. Um, so to be interested to see how this goes. I mean, that is one positive about this is they can kind of try some new things out, and uh, you know maybe these things are going to stick. So. Uh, you know, we're trying to make a uh, a positive out of negative here, and I think the
0: NBA is doing the same. When you take a look at it right now, the Magic are five and a half games up on the Wizards, so all the Magic have to do is hold for them and there won't be a play in there. But like you said, the West is a lot closer. Uh, you've got the Grizzlies in eight there, three and a half behind them are the Blazers, Pelicans, and Kings. Again, all three teams, three and a half games behind. The Spurs are four behind and the Suns are six behind, so Suns likely out. Um, I know our buddy DB has no confidence in the Spurs. As we start to look at some of the schedules, this uh, looks pretty good for the Pelicans, so um, It'll be fun. I think we, there's a chance we get to see maybe the Grizzlies and Blazers, Grizzlies, Pelicans, or maybe even Grizzlies Kings spread. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Uh,
1: I We had some corona. I know that you're going to go over that later, but we'll see how much that affects our team. Uh, I know that Buddy Heald was one of the, the guys that had it, so um, that's one thing that's completely unknown, and, and we'll get into that here in a, a little bit, but uh, the residual effects of the players who did have it, so... Um, you know, this is there's so much uncertainty going in here. You know, it's like capping the beginning of the season. And, you know, when we did our off-season pods, we talked about being wary for those first couple months. I mean, to me, it's like this times 10 now um, as far as being wary at the beginning. But uh, we're going to have some fun with it. At least there are some things to find. And the great thing is we're not forced to bet on anything. So we're only going to attack the angles that we actually think uh, we have an advantage on.
0: Yeah, so let's go through the schedule. And as we go through, I'll list off some of the players that we know already will not participate in the season restart. Um, We've got the schedule here by team. Again, eight games for everybody. We'll start with Boston spread. They have to play Milwaukee, Portland, Miami, Brooklyn, Toronto, Orlando, Memphis, and Washington. How do you feel about that?
1: Uh, Let me go over it again real quick. I didn't have that pulled up. So... Like you tell about, me what you think, and then I'll get back to yeah. the page
0: that you sent me. So, you think about some of the difficult games. They've got Milwaukee. They've got Miami. They've got Toronto. They've got Memphis. I think all four of those teams will be um, pretty competent and pretty competitive. Um, they should be probably favorites over Memphis. I imagine there'll be dogs to Milwaukee, um, possibly dogs to the Heat. The Raptors line, I imagine that'll be pretty close. And then the rest of the games, Portland, Brooklyn, um, Orlando and Washington look pretty winnable to me. Um, Portland when you start to look and see you know what, how Dane Willard has talked about the restart and things like that. Let me take a quick look and see if there's uh, they're already they've already lost Trevor Ariza and Rodney Hood. Um, We already knew Roddy Hood was going to be out. He was injured already, but Ariza's choosing not to play. Um, Not big losses, but makes a difference. So when I look at it, it looks like they've got four games that will be tough. My guess is they'll go two and two, maybe one and three in those games, and the other four look pretty winnable to me. What do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, it's funny you are mentioning the Ariza loss, and we'll get into this a little bit more, but uh, each team only has one back-to-back. Um, I don't know how much that affects the depth. When I look at Ariza, I think of that as like a depth loss. Uh, but with only eight games and only one back-to-back, I, I'm wondering if some of these coaches are going to run a shorter rotation right off the bat.
0: I'll be curious. Um, I actually expect coaches to run a bigger rotation, frankly, not to try to wear these guys out, Um, especially teams maybe that aren't jostling too much for standings. Let me see where the Celtics are right now. They're the three seed, three games behind the Raptors. They're, um, what is that, four and a half games? I'm sorry, three and a half games above the Miami Heat. So they kind of have their position, and I actually expect Brad Stevens to maybe play more guys. Now let me see if anybody is out from Boston. Don't see anybody on the list yet from the Celtics, so um, we'll try to keep And they haven't that had any uh,
1: coronavirus either,
0: right? So they're like, should yep. be 100%. percent you think so, but we'll see as things move forward. Um, Bet online has their over-under spread at five wins. That feels just about right to me. Yeah, it does to me. So I don't really think there's an edge in there at all.
1: I would definitely not touch that one. Um, but one other thing about the Celtics, I think that coaching is going to be a big part of this. As we go into this unknown, I think that coaches that have a better handle on their team and, you know, I think that gives Boston an advantage here, having a a stronger coach. So um, that's one thing to look at going forward here with this Boston team. But I think
0: they set the line right uh, over under at five. That seems about right. Yeah, I agree. Just in general, I think um, for all sports that are coming back, a lot of this is going to be about the head coach and the organization and how organized and and kind of the control the players are um, and how good everyone's going to be thinking ahead. So you're right. I think that is an advantage to Boston as well as their depth. um, I think we'll actually see maybe some more injuries again, you know, kind of like the beginning of the season where you see um, a lot of strains and things like that. So Um, Their depth plus, again, their coaching makes them um, really attractive to me.
1: Yeah. So I think Boston, I mean, they're one of these teams that was kind of flying under the radar. They had gotten hot um, right going into the stoppage. Um, So, you know, obviously can't continue that momentum. But if they continue to play well, I mean, they can be like a dark horse finals candidate here. Me, personally, I I don't believe in them, but would I be surprised if I was wrong and able to make it? No, I wouldn't. So
0: uh, Boston's definitely a team to keep an eye on. Brooklyn's next. Now, this is a team that is going to be missing some pieces. Uh, Kyrie Irving already out. Kevin Durant already out. Um, But I believe Kevin Durant, he had COVID early on. Mm -hmm. Uh, DeAndre Jordan tested positive. He's out. Wilson Chandler also out. So, definitely something to worry about there. Um, You know, again, most importantly, we hope all their players are healthy and everybody recovers. But from a handicapping perspective. And you're missing a big one. Dinwiddie is not
1: officially out. Oh, I'm sorry. Dinwiddie. But he not have COVID. Um, So right now, I would plan on not expecting that team to have Dinwiddie
0: either. And I think that's a huge hit for their depth. And their schedule is kind of tough here. It's Orlando, Washington, Milwaukee, Boston, Sacramento, the Clippers, the Magic, and the Trailblazers. Now, they get to play the Wizards once. That's a chance for the Wizards to beat them early and get a game closer. And then Milwaukee, that's... You know, they're going to be big underdogs there, I imagine. Boston will be underdogs. Sacramento, I assume the Kings will be favorites there. The Couples will be favorites. I imagine the the Magic line will be t- tight, and uh, we'll see what they look like by the end there against the Blazers. But this is kind of a tough road for them to hoe. What do you think, Spread? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a lot of hopes for this team.
1: Um, first of all, they lost their coach, so they got a new coach. Not as familiar with their team. You know, he's supposed to be interim just running this thing out. And they have a good chance of being eliminated very quickly. Um, oh, wait, no, they can't be eliminated. They're already in the playoffs, right?
0: Um, no, the Brooklyn Nets, no, they could technically fall behind the Magic in the battle for the 8th and the 9th So right now, the Nets are half a game above the Magic in 7th seventh, seventh. Uh-huh. Um then you've got the Magic, again, half a game behind for seven, but three and a half games ahead of the Wizards. So um, they play the Magic. If the Magic win that game, um, they actually move up into the seven seed. Okay, but but most likely they're going to be going to the playoffs. Actually, they, I'm sorry, the they base. have two games against the Magic. That's really interesting. So it looks like this schedule was set up to make this pretty tight. I mean, if the Magic beat them twice in this eight-game season, um, that's going to give them a big advantage. Right.
1: Um, Okay, but they'll be, be playing. They Washington, should be playing so hard, be hard the tight. whole time. Unlike the Wizards, who can be eliminated pretty quickly. Uh,
0: the Wizards again are three and a half games behind the eight seed. So again, they need to be four or less. So right now, the, there would actually be a playoff between. I know. I'm sorry. I'm reading the wrong numbers here. Uh, the Wizards are five and a half behind. So the Wizards have some catch up to do. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but there could be a flip flop for seven and eight.
1: Cool. Well, at least the one thing we know about this Brooklyn team is these games should be all meaningful, so we should be getting um, good effort from them regardless. And there's also the aspect of, you know, they're missing some big-name players, so uh, now it's time for these other players to step up and shine and prove that, um, you know, if Brooklyn's going to have them as backups, maybe they should be starting or having bigger roles on other teams. So um, they do have that motivation from that aspect. Um, I think this is basically a what I would consider like a neutral schedule. I don't consider it hard. I don't consider it easy. Uh, but overall, I don't have a lot of faith in this team. I think that they were already struggling to begin with, and then I'm not a big fan of the coaching change um, to help them for this year.
0: So taking a look again at the line on bet online, their over-under for wins in these eight games is only three. Over three minus 125, under three minus 105 so let's say we just gave them the trailblazers win
1: because we assume the trailblazers will be eliminated at that point um and might not be trying hard the letter might not even play um then you get basically you have them are they going to beat the wizards the kings or the magic twice i think that number's about right i don't really think there's an edge there what do you think
0: I'm looking actually at that Clippers game. That Clippers game will be a back-to-back, so I wonder if they sit Kawhi and or Paul George in that game. That game might actually be winnable. Um, the Portland game, you're right, I look at that. I- I'm staying away from that number. The more interesting line, and maybe we'll jump ahead to Orlando. Um, the odds for the 8th seed in the East at Online. it's uh, plus 100 for Brooklyn, plus 100 for Orlando. So think about that when we get to Orlando. Or actually, do you just want to jump ahead? Yeah, we'll jump ahead to Orlando and kind of keep it. Um, so Orlando kind of plays Brooklyn, Sacramento, Indiana, Toronto, Philadelphia, Boston, Brooklyn again, and the Pelicans. So that's actually kind of a rough schedule there. Um, Brooklyn twice again. We don't feel great about the Nets. There's a chance to go 2-0 and there. I think that's worst case, 1-1. and your Kings, that'll be pretty close. The Pacers, I assume, will be favorites there. Same with the Raptors, Sixers, Celtics. And the Pelicans, that last game, that'll be pretty close. That should be an interesting game. But I imagine the Pelicans will be favorites by then. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think so. And
1: I think that they have a little tougher schedule than what Brooklyn is facing. Um, seeing how it's Brooklyn and the Kings are their easiest opponents, um, that makes me actually like Brooklyn's chances a little more when we really
0: –
2: Look yeah, both of these Orlando's. schedules are really
0: tough. I think, actually, we'll jump ahead to the Wizards and see. So the Orlando Magic, by the way, their over-under is also three. So it looks like the Nets and the Magic, again, and that lines up. So BetOnline did a good job there, making the wins the same, and also the odds for the 8th seed the, the same. So, right. Um, good job. And I you. don't
1: really think there's value there, right? Because all mm-hmm. it takes is one of these good teams that we have scheduled as a W. Um to to not show up one day and sneak them a win, and they're going to go over. So yeah, I don't want to go under exactly. three here.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't but that's where up. I would lean. I don't like Let's that ju- schedule at all. Okay, let's jump down to Washington okay. then. Let's see if there's any value in them. And you know, again, those Orlando schedules look tough. That Brooklyn schedule looks tough. It looks like there could be a lot going on there. So, did they give the Wizards an easy schedule, maybe? No. An opportunity to sneak <laughs> in? Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Phoenix, Brooklyn, Indiana, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Milwaukee, and Boston. That is pretty much brutal. They have first two games, they have a chance to win, and then they might just lose the next six right
1: yeah I think really their only chance to win is if another team doesn't show up Uh, Bertans was the player that has announced he doesn't want to play going into his uh, lucrative free agency this this year and with the Wizards really being such a long shot and even if they do make the playoffs I mean it's just they're struggling to basically get blown out the water by Milwaukee so um, I I completely agree with his decision I'm not really that surprised at all and um like, it's almost like the last team we talked about. The two seems right because uh, Phoenix and Brooklyn are winnable games. But then, you know, you get, do the Sixers just blow off the game? Do the Pelicans just blow off the game, you know? Are the Bucks looking ahead, you know, not really caring about the game? That could sneak them to three. Um, but overall, the two seems right, and I don't see value in this number.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's disappointing. I was really hoping we could bet one of those, but... They, yet again, they did a good job. All right, let's go back up to the top of the list. We'll go to Dallas. Okay. it was the team that we skipped over. We'll start looking at the Western Conference a little bit so, here.
1: So, catch me up on Dallas here. What Have they had any COVID cases, and are they 100% healthy? Like, how are we looking on Porzingis and Donkic? I know that we heard that Luka was a little bit out of shape. He's young. That doesn't worry me. He can get himself into shape, I'd say, in three to four weeks. Easy. Um... And what have you heard about their health situation
0: I've heard that Doncic like you said is a little overweight um, haven't heard much on Porzingis which is probably good I assume that he's probably still doing whatever rehab he was planning on doing anyway and right. the Mavericks though have a bunch of players that have said they won't play Willie Cauley Stein is out Courtney Lee is out Jalen Brunson is out Dwight Powell was injured, so we already knew that he was going to be gone, but he is now officially out. So, not a lot of big names there. Oh, but that's a wow, that's depth.
1: huge. That's huge for their depth, though. They're going to get exactly. killed in those
0: second quarter minutes. And let me pull up Dallas' depth chart right now um, and see who kind of fills in for those guys because, um, you know, Courtney Lee is a, a big guy off the bench for them. So, instead of Courtney Lee, it looks like. They'll probably have to play more JJ Barea. I wonder if he'll Which even play. He's good. always an He's injury such a defensive thing. Liability. There's DeLon Wright probably gets more minutes. I like Justin him. Jackson. Let's, let's look. I at don't like Jackson at today. all. He's not good. So depth concerns for them, and the schedule again as we look through it here: um, Houston, Phoenix, Sacramento, Clippers, Bucks, Jazz, Blazers, and then Phoenix again. Not too tough of a schedule. They get the Suns twice. That's not too bad. They get the Blazers towards the end, which and could be easy. they get the easy. Kings, so... Let me see. Let me check that Clippers game again. Is that another back-to-back? No, that's right in the middle, so they should get the full-strength Clippers there. Um, I think they'll be underdogs to Houston, but that'll be pretty close. Um, I've seen a little bit of noise. People actually like the Mavericks, possibly, in that game if everyone's healthy. But that'll be a wait-and-see for me. Suns will be favored there. Kings, I imagine, they will be favored there. Clippers... Dogs, Bucks, Dogs. I imagine will be favored over the Jazz. Actually, I kind of wish there was like a look-ahead line for the Mavericks against the Jazz. I would bet that. Um, and then the last two games, Portland and Phoenix. So, um, not too bad of a schedule for Dallas. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I see exactly what Ben
1: Online sees. They put it at four. It seems like a four and four schedule. So, if they did go four and
0: four, they're still in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Let's let me double check. Um, let me scroll down here. So, Dallas right now has. I mean, Dallas is is in the playoffs. They're the seventh seed. They're seven games up on um, the Grizzlies for eight. So, there's not really much concern for them. They have a chance to maybe catch the Rockets. They're two and a half. I'm sorry, a game and a half um, behind the Rockets for six. So, they have a chance actually to move up a seed, but um, they're pretty comfortably in already.
1: Yeah. And they'll probably go four and four. And then the only reason I don't want to fade them as much as I'm worried about this depth is the Luca explosion is a definite potential to be real. And it could kind of offset like any ideas we have about depth or just modeling the game in general, um, because he is so talented, um, playing himself back into shape in these eight games and anything can happen in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, this looks like a nice little schedule for Dallas. They get some nice easy wins to, uh, to build their confidence, and then they'll place some of the top teams to really see how they are um, stacking up against them going into the playoffs. And like I said, you have those two stars, so even with the less depth on the shortened rotation, this team could still make noise. Um, I wouldn't write the Dallas Mavericks off just yet,
0: even though I'm not too happy about the, the, the loss of depth there. Yeah, the more I look at it, I like that over four, but like you said, with the loss of depth and all the uncertainty, I think we can pass. The Nuggets, another team um, with some problems. Jokic tested positive. Let me see if any Nuggets are officially out. I don't see any Nuggets here on the officially out list, but we know Jokic tested positive, and uh, this is schedule could be a little tough. They've got the Heat... The Thunder, the Spurs, the Blazers, the Jazz, Lakers, Clippers, and Raptors. You know, As you start to look at that, the Heat will be a tough game. The Thunder should be a tough game. Um, not sure what the Spurs or Trailblazers' level of interest is, so maybe two easier games there. Then you've got the Jazz. Again, not sure what they'll look like, but right back to the Lakers, Clippers, and Raptors. So um, Three winnable games there, and I think five games that look pretty competitive. Um, the over-under at bet online is four and a half. What do you think about that? Mm, I really don't want to touch it. I
1: mean, I guess my initial lean would be under. Um, but you got to remember, this is a good Denver team I was that could match up well with some of these tougher games, you know. I mean, it's not that far-fetched to see them being the Lakers, Clippers, or the Raptors just once, especially if things are decided for those teams at that point and they're locked in their playoff position.
0: I think the Clippers are going to take that game pretty seriously. I'm looking at their schedule. They have a two-day break before that game so i think that might be kind of a good warm-up kind of go hard game Mm -hmm. and then again for the lakers they have the night off before that and then a two-day rest before their last game against the Kings. so i don't see any reason they won't get the best from those los angeles teams the raptors let's just see what the raptors schedule looks like late i don't think that they gave anybody back-to-backs late no they didn't um but the raptors from a let me see what their playoff seeding looks like. They're the second seed right now. They're six and a half games behind the Bucks, so they're not getting a first. And they're three games ahead of the Celtics, so they could be safe. So maybe that Raptors game ends up being kind of a wash for them. They sit everybody before the playoffs. Um, as I start to look at this, this really looks like four wins to me. I, wonder, I wish we could get kind of four exactly.
1: Yeah, like I said, I lean under, but I don't really think there's value here. I think there's a lot of speculation. I mean, even the speculation of how much does jokic's weight loss affect him is he quicker moving up and down the court is he more effective on the defensive end more able to switch or is he now unable to get good post position and lose a lot of his offensive game like um i, I really don't have an opinion either way like i think you'd go either way do you have an opinion on uh, whether or not this weight loss is going to help or
0: hurt his game it concerns me a little bit whenever somebody loses weight quickly like that mm-hmm. um especially when they're not playing basketball while they're doing it, I think that they lose perspective of the leverage and all the different things that they can create with that weight. But we'll see how, how he does. I mean, we've always wanted to get in better shape. And he's finally in better shape. So if he's faster, is he going to be able to move up and down and be better in the open court on breakaways and things? Is he going to be a little more nimble and better making some of the switches on defense? So do you trade maybe some of those post-up opportunities that you really don't want anyway on offense for um, a little better protection other places?
1: Right, yeah, but the one thing I like about Jokic in the post is he's not always looking to shoot, and it's almost like um, he's just using his position to get other players open. But if he's not in good position, um, I don't know if those opportunities are going to come. So I-, I think it's clear, uh, pure speculation here, and I think the weight change uh, obviously affects each player differently. Um, I mean, if he could have, like, a ton more stamina, I mean, that could be amazing. Uh, like I said, he could just end up getting bullied in the post now. Uh, And lose all his offensive effectiveness so I'm completely up on the air in the nuggets if you gave me $100 and told me I had to bet I would take the under um, but I don't really feel strong enough to put my own money on it
0: yeah I I kind of agree I I lean under and that's one I'm going to keep checking in on and seeing if maybe that moves a little bit Um, looking at Unibet they have over three and a half a pretty heavy juice so um, doesn't look like there's a five or anything out there Houston is next. We've got them playing Dallas, Milwaukee, Portland, the Lakers, Kings, Spurs, Pacers, and Sixers. That's a pretty rough schedule spread, isn't it? Yeah, I think
1: it is. You know, uh, we don't even know how about Dallas is going to look. Um, but obviously, like I said, the superstar explosion potential with Donkic and Porzingis doesn't make them an easy out. Um, I kind of consider Pointland an easy out at this point. Um, and the Kings... I really don't know what to make of them, but in right now in my head I have them as an easy out. I have the Spurs as an easy out, but the rest of those games are really tough. And uh, not to mention these teams that are saying easy outs and they might not necessarily be an easy out. So it uh, really be interesting to see how some of these teams come in. Um, as of right now, I'm seeing Houston at, what did we get Houston at?
0: Over under five. We're looking, let's see who's not coming. David um, Naba or Nawaba, apologies to him for not knowing how to pronounce that. Uh, but it looks like everyone from them is coming now. Real quick, before we jump into that number, which man, that looks high. Um, there's an interesting race here in the Western Conference, the three seed through the the sixth seed right now, basically the race to avoid um, a Los Angeles team in the first round of the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, is only a two-and-a-half game difference. The Jazz are a game-and-a-half behind the Nuggets, and then Oklahoma City and Houston are two-and-a-half behind the Nuggets. So they're tied, basically. Oklahoma City has the tiebreaker for five right now. Um, but that's going to be... I, th- I think those teams are going to be playing hard, again, to try to avoid one of those LA teams. Right. But as you look at that schedule... Um, I was leaning under there. Do you think Do you think that's an under? I lean under, but I don't
1: want to play it. And um, one of my reasons is I think that with less time, their offensive system is the easiest to implement, right? Give the ball to James Harden and go stand in corners. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't take a lot of chemistry. That doesn't take, you know. You, so I think that they might be able to come out Quicker than most teams because their offensive system is so simple, and they can just default to Harden bailing them out. Um, He's another player that lost a little weight, and honestly, the only place I really see that affect him, I don't see it affect him on the offensive end at all. I think that he's been an underrated post defender for a while. This might hurt him in the post a bit, but I still think he's a naturally strong guy. Um, I'm kind of excited to see Harden without all these distractions with the clubs being closed. That. He loves to frequent so much, and maybe just focusing on basketball. Uh, what type of James Harden we get? So uh, lean under, but same deal. Uh, would I be surprised if they come out and just kill it? Especially with how simplistically they can run their offense. No, I wouldn't, and uh, I definitely don't want to go against this team. So uh, definitely staying away.
0: Well, let's see. I'm I'm looking through. I'm trying to find the five wins. I think they beat the Blazers. That's one. I think they beat the Kings. They beat the Spurs. That's three. So then they need to win two games against Milwaukee, Dallas, the Lakers, the Sixers, and the Pacers. Did I do that right?
1: Yeah, I mean... Uh, so you, we got the we we agree right the Blazers Kings and the Spurs will be pretty easy wins then I'm thinking yeah, so they can three. grab the Mavericks, the Pacers or maybe a Sixers team that doesn't care because they're locked into that spot at that point.
2: Yeah,
0: okay, you talked me out of it a little bit. I think some of those games. I think you're right. They've got three wins and then three competitive games, and the other four will be kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Indiana. They've got Philadelphia, Washington, Orlando, Phoenix, the Lakers, Heat, Rockets, and the Heat again. So they have to play the Heat twice. That isn't particularly great. From a seeding perspective, Indiana is tied right now for the Sixers with the for the fifth seed, but they have the tiebreaker. They're two games behind the Heat for four Um well comfortable in terms of making the playoffs. You know, I expect them to try to play hard. Um, It looks like Victor Oladipo is coming back, so they're going to be a really interesting team to watch now. They don't have Jeremy Lamb. Um, That's a good depth piece. That's a good shooting piece for them, but that's the only player I see on the list. What do you think of the Pacers? Uh, I think the number four is right. I think they
1: get wins over the Wizards, the Magic, and the Suns. Maybe split with the Heat. Maybe steal one from the Sixers, so... Uh, the number of four seems right about right. Uh, overall, it was interesting because Depot had struggled to fit in uh, when returning right before the stoppage. Um, now, will this extra time and everybody having to reset kind of nullify that or, or will that continue to be an issue it is another tough uh, thing to decide. Um, you know, they got great depth inside uh, there. I still love the Turner-Sabonis combo. Um, but I think the number of four is about right. Um, it's juice both sides to minus 115 I don't really see any value here
0: let me see real quick the Lakers any chance that's a back-to-back for them No, that's right in the middle I lean over I kind of like that over I might talk myself into that I'm going to spend some time watching some video of Oladipo running around and jumping and see what he looks like but I feel like he's going to come back as a man possessed trying to play really hard and get himself into some sort of game shape so I think that they're going to be really competitive um, and then like you said, the Heat I think are going to be looking to maybe rest players in some of those later games um, you know, again, no back-to-backs for them uh, late, but as they start to move towards the playoffs, you got to think they start to look to rest some of those guys, so um, another lean that maybe I'll talk myself into later, but...
1: And so you lean um, over there?
0: Yeah, I do Yeah, I, I could I, Yeah, I, I guess if it, I had minus a spot, I would go
1: over rather than under here
0: Yeah, I mean, and I'm looking again at Unibet. Unibet has over 4.5 minus 106, so um, bet online half a game below them. Wow. Yeah, I I like that over 4. I'm going to think about that some more, but let's move on to the Clippers. They've got the Lakers, the Pelicans, the Suns, Mavericks, Trailblazers, Nets, Nuggets, and Thunder. From a seeding perspective, they're 5.5 games behind the Lakers for one, so probably not going to catch them. But at the same time, they're a game and a half ahead of the Nuggets. um, Probably enough to keep ahead and hold on to that number two spot. Maybe they do slip down to three, but I think they probably hold on to number two. What do you think of this schedule? Uh, I think it's it's pretty easy. I think I'd be pretty happy if I was a Clippers backer here. Um,
1: You know, they get some of the weaker teams there right in the middle with the Blazers and the Nets. Um, Should be nice. Uh, Finishing up against the Nuggets and the Thunder um another one should be nice and obviously kicking off again that lakers game i think that's going to determine a lot of the narrative um for which team is going to be the uh title contender so um you know if you like the lakers or clippers to win it all you might want to hope they lose that first game and then you'll bet you go to get like an extra 50
0: cents on their overall to win the championship um So yeah, we'll we'll talk about that game a little more in depth when we look at some of the lines that are actually out for those games. But at the end of the day, I'm looking at bet on lines. The over under for them is five and a half wins, so they have to win six games on the schedule. Um, The Nets, that's going to be a back to back, so a lot of guys are going to be resting there. That game will be a little bit dicey. Um, But I think the Blazers, the Suns, even that Pelicans game. Five and a half just seems like a lot. I want to bet the under. I I would lean the under, too, here. I don't think there's
1: value. I'm not putting my own money on it. But, you know, if we're just sitting here making picks, I'm going to take the under with the idea that they get locked into a spot and they don't really care about those last two games.
0: All right, the Los Angeles Lakers, again, they have the Clippers, Raptors, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Pacers, Nuggets, and Kings. What do you think there?
1: They kind of got a tough schedule, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, that's interesting they've, for all the narratives. They've,
0: <laughs> they've been uh, they've been practicing together, though, from what I understand. I've heard some rumors that uh, there's someone who owns a gym that's essentially just a replica of um, Staples, and they've actually been together practicing. Yeah, so uh, we'll see how much that
1: that matters. I think that most of the players and teams are practicing. They just probably don't get as much attention because they're not the Los Angeles Lakers. But overall, I think this is a tough schedule. I'm looking over here at Bet Online, same number as the Clippers. Five and a half. Although, I'm a, I'm a little more hesitant to go under with this team. Um, an eight game sprint for LeBron. I mean, I think we're going to see focused from all these guys.
0: Um,. I think especially knowing that there's probably going to be some sort of play-in tournament and he's going to have a couple days between the end of the season and when the playoffs actually start, um, is going to be great for him. So I think you're right. We see a pretty focused LeBron. looking at this schedule. Um, His back-to-back is really early, I think. Actually, is that the first game? How many days are in July spread? There's 31. Actually, no. The Lakers don't. Okay, there's his back-to-back. It's sandwiched in the middle there. Um, so they'll be back to back against the Rockets. Maybe they'll rest a couple guys, but you're right. I think that they'll look pretty sharp. Five and a half again. It's kind of similar to that sort of Clippers handicap that we just had. I, I want to bet the under. Um, just I think it's going to be really hard for any team to win, you know, six out of eight games given this format and kind of you know what everything's going to look like. But, right with no um, Timberwolves,
1: right, and no um, yeah. you know terrible teams to just beat up on. No. Right.
0: The only gimme's that I see here, you've got the Jazz, and then probably your king Jazz and the last Kings are the give right? Right. Yeah. So you know, those are the two wins. Everything else is, is going to be a struggle. I think they actually do beat the Clippers in the first game again. We'll talk about that a little bit more, but the rest of the games are be competitive. So that's another one that, that I'm going to maybe look at some more. But for now, what do you think? Same thing. I'm not going to bet it. I don't see
1: any value here. If I did bet it, though, on this team, I would actually go over. I think we're going to see a focus LeBron. I think this uh, break helps him more than most of the players being an older I see player. actually like
0: over. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, we're kind of leaning against each other, but I don't like it enough to place my own money on it um, because I also think that these other teams will be getting up. I mean, look, <laughs> look at it, right? TNT, ESPN, I mean, like TNT, TNT, TNT. These are going to be marquee games every night. They're going to be getting the best effort from all the other teams. Um, You know, almost like they have the championship crown on their head. Uh, You know, I don't think the teams are gunning for the Raptors. I think they're gunning for the Lakers. So um, that's why I don't want to bet it. But I actually lean over here. I think that they're going to be one of the most focused, disciplined teams uh, in this whole little format.
0: Grizzlies have the Blazers, Spurs, Pelicans, Jazz, Thunder, Raptors, Celtics, and Bucks. And this will be a good time. We'll jump into that battle for eight. Again, they're seven games behind for seven, so they're not getting up to the seventh seed. But three and a half ga- games behind the Grizzlies are the Blazers, Pelicans, and Kings, with the Spurs four games behind. Um, We'll probably skip over the Suns for the most part. I I think they're pretty much done. So the Grizzlies play the Blazers. They play the Spurs, then the Pelicans. Um, So it looks like they only actually have three games. I'm surprised they didn't load them up with some more games against some of those other teams. But um, what do you think about Memphis and uh, that schedule?
1: I really don't know what to make of Memphis. I think that as a younger team... They're a team that is actually hurt by this restart. I think they could have taken advantage of some of the tired veteran teams um, that might have been in cruise control ending the season. Now we're getting everybody refreshed and ready to go and focused. I think that's actually going to be a detriment to them. Obviously, I love their core. I I don't know if this is their time um, long term. And I actually think they got a pretty tough schedule because I think it ends – pretty tough over here at bet online i see the three which seems a little low though Do you don't think they can sneak out a win against uh, one of these better teams i mean i almost want to say Blazers, spurs and jazz and i got a push and then all i have to do is get
0: one upset i think that's a pretty good number I, I lean over as well if i had to bet this i would bet the over you're right i think that those three wins are pretty solid um, but the rest are going to be kind of dicey. So I, I think that's a pretty good number, but you're right. If I had to bet it, I think i like lean towards the over.
1: Yeah, I mean, because what are the chances Milwaukee's just resting everybody on that Thursday game, the last game, right? I mean. yeah, Actually, what do you think? Do you want to bet that? No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I suggest for someone, I who, got for someone I who's got listening to the pod and betting every single one of these props, I suggest over. All right. I mean, but I mean, does it does it seem plausible that Milwaukee would be resting people there?
0: I think it does. I think you're right about that. I mean, we'll see again what the p- scheduling looks like towards the end of the season. But I assume there'll be some sort of break with that possibility of the play-in tournament. So, yeah. I think maybe they might actually play guys, knowing that they have a break a little bit. But I don't expect a lot of minutes at that point um, for a team that should be, you know, clear. Again, they're the number one seed with a bullet at this point. So. Yeah,
1: I would just hate to see Dame show up and drop, like, 60 that first night and jettison, like, one of our
0: auto wins. Yeah. All right, Miami is next. Um, Denver, Toronto, Boston, Milwaukee, Phoenix, Indiana, Oklahoma, and Indiana again. Um, it's a tough schedule. From a playoff seeding perspective, that is a tough schedule. Um, Miami's the four seed right now, two games ahead of Indiana and Philadelphia. And what is that, two and a half games behind Boston. So they have some positioning to play for. I, th- I think you'd probably rather stay in that four seed. Or actually, I wonder if they're going to try to fight and move up to the three so they don't have to play Milwaukee until the conference finals. Um, but this is this is a really tough schedule. I mean, you've got the Suns. That's a win. But the rest of these games could be really difficult. Again, they got the Pacers twice at the end. And I think, again, Oladipo is going to be playing really hard. Um, let's see. They're back-to-back. Is going to be against Boston, who is going to have depth and, and should be healthy. So um, I'm looking at number four and a half, and the under is plus 100 spread. What do you think of that?
1: <sighs> it seems to five. me under is the way to go, especially because it, it's juice. You only have to pay even money rather than laying juice. Um, I don't want to go against Miami, though. They're a great condition team. We talked about it earlier, teams with the stronger coaches. And the stronger organizations are going to be an advantage. I think that is an advantage for Miami. Um, you're going to get arrested, Butler. Um, they have no COVID cases, right? And nobody's announced sitting out. So they should have depth.
0: Yes, let me just double check. I didn't see anybody when I flipped through, which is why I didn't mention it. But da, 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 da. Yep, nobody has said they're officially out. Now, here's something interesting, spread. I'm looking at Unibet. Under 4.5 at Unibet is minus 215. So you have a pretty tremendous opportunity um, to lock yourself into a profit here. So I can actually play under four and a half at bet online plus 100, and I could play over four and a half um, at unibet plus 160, but I don't wanna play that over. I'm, I think I'm gonna play this under. It's, you know, again, they've got some older players. I wonder if they're gonna even be trying in that last Pacers game. Um, Oklahoma City is gonna be fighting for playoff seating. Again, Indiana will. Milwaukee, I I think. maybe I I, I guess Milwaukee, maybe that's possibly a win, but I really struggle to get to four. Yeah, you got to remember they
1: match up well with Milwaukee.
0: Well, I wonder what Milwaukee's motivation is going to be. I'm struggling to get to four, let alone five here, so I think I'm actually going to take this under four and a half unless you can talk me out of it right now.
1: All right, I don't think I'm going to be able to, but playing devil's advocate and uh, talking you out of it, strong organization, never really a problem with... um, with motivation. Like they're not a team that we have to worry about not showing up. Um, You know what? You know, I'm almost going to talk for your side. You know what Miami loses here is that huge home court advantage that they're so used to. With everyone coming in and staying at that one club that they talk about till like six in the morning, uh, I That's can't really remember it. Right? Actually. They always talk about it in the chat.
0: That's fascinating. That's really fascinating. All right, you have talked me into it, so I'm actually going to okay. bet. Yeah, a terrible uh, job.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm going to bet. Uh, I think bet online's taking a hundred dollars is the max on yeah. this, so I'm going to put a hundred dollars down on the Miami Heat under four and a half. And hold on a second, let me just make sure that I was actually reading the right number there. Yeah, Miami under four and a half plus 100. There we go. All right, next up on the list is the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, again, like I mentioned earlier, they're the number one seed with a six-and-a-half game lead. So all they really have to do is win, I think, two games, basically, and, and they're the number one seed. So their motivation is probably going to be relatively low here. But they've got the Celtics, Rockets, Nets, Heat, Mavericks, <laughs> Raptors, Wizards, and Grizzlies. They got a nice it's a really schedule. tough schedule till the end.
1: Yeah, but then I'm thinking you get the Nets, the Wizards, and the Grizzlies. The Wizards and the Grizzlies give them an awesome opportunity to rest their players um, going into the playoffs. I think overall this is a good schedule because they don't need the wins. So they get to get out there. They get battle-tested. You know, let's see where we stand against Boston. Let's see where we stand against Miami, a team who – uh, matches up with us well because of their, their excellent use of the zone. See where we stand against Toronto, you know, the team that knocked us out last year. Then, you know, maybe play our starters 20 minutes a night against the Wizards and the Grizzlies. Maybe throw 15 out there for Giannis, and they go in the playoffs ready to go. If I was a Bucks fan or, you know, in the Bucks organization, this is how I'd want my schedule to look.
0: I think you're right. It's kind of a second glance. I I thought it was tough at first. I think you know having to play the Heat and the and the Rockets and the Celtics. Those are all going to be difficult. I think if they they needed wins, it is tough.
1: If they were fighting for something, I think it is a tough schedule. Okay,
0: well, their over under is six. We we can get under six wins minus one fifteen. So, do you think that they have the motivation to go seven and one?
1: Well, here's the thing. Remember when Giannis sat? They were covering spreads like crazy. I mean, they have some of the best depth in the league, so I'm worried, you know, that we say, we look at the Wizards and the Grizzlies, starters don't even play, and they, they still win
0: those games. Um, but again, they'd have to go 7-1 and one to lose that under. Yeah, you can't play the over. You definitely can't play the over, but why can't I play the under? <laughs> I, I I can't I can't
1: actually argue against it right because I think that the Heat or the Raptors can both sneak out of victories. I mean those are playoff previews. Um, both I teams again, will be eager to they, make a statement. I mean, would you be su- I, I don't see I don't see them
0: sweeping the Celtics, Heat, and Raptors. Do you? No, I, it's, it's, that's what I'm looking at. Celtics, yeah. and then you've got the Rockets as well. The Celtics, Rockets, Heat. Mavericks and Raptors, that's five games. They'd have they have to go 4-1 in those games. Right, yeah.
1: And then there's also the possibility that we get just complete bench players like DiVincenzo logging 38 minutes against the Wizards and the Grizzlies. Uh, yeah, I think under's a nice look there. All right, I'm going to bet that one too.
0: <laughs> you joining me on any of these?
1: Not yet, but, I mean, good thing about this is we have time.
0: Bucks under six, that's just for me. And then the Heat under four and a half. Just trying to keep track of everything here. All right, moving forward, after Milwaukee, we have got the New Orleans Pelicans. They've got the Jazz Clippers, Grizzlies, Kings, Wizards, Spurs, Kings, and Magic. Just a cake schedule spread. What do you think? (laughs) Chris Paul's like the leader of the Players Association that they're going to be negotiating
1: with, right? (laughs) Yep.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you could tell, huh? It's, uh I think somewhere David Stern is smiling. Wherever he is right now, he's just looking down, going, Well done, everybody. Way yeah. to go. All right, so let's take a look. What is the number here on Bet Online? Their over is five wins. So I think that's probably a pretty solid number. Again, I think it'll be tough to go six and two. Um, that first Clippers game, it's the second of it. That's their back to back for them. And I think the Clippers, let me see where they are. I don't think that is the Clippers back to back. Um, That is actually also a back-to-back for the Clippers. So maybe they get an easy Clippers team there. I lean towards the over, but I don't think I can bet that one.
1: I'm not betting it, and here's why. I don't trust the health of this team. No, we got a layoff. We got a guy, Zion, that we've talked about. might be too heavy for a guy that can jump 50 inches or whatever he's got. Um, I don't trust Lonzo and Brandon Ingram to stay healthy. So, I mean, this team stays healthy, right? If it's a video game, if we're doing the Sims with injuries off, sure, I'm going to take the over, but... Otherwise, no, I don't I don't trust this team to stay healthy.
0: That's a great point. When they're coming back, um, one of the things I mentioned, and I kind of forgot, frankly, if you look at this roster, there could be a lot of, like, pulled and strained hamstrings and things like that when right. they come back, for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of sore knees, so um, lean over, but I think you're right. Just given that, we'll, we'll stay away. The Thunder, have the Jazz, Nuggets, Lakers, Grizzlies, Wizards, Suns, Heat, and Clippers. And I'm sorry, I jumped – I Jumped
1: ahead, I scrolled down. This is where my Chris Paul joke was supposed to come in because I think this is a oh. <laughs> fairly easy schedule.
0: Don't you? Yeah, it's not too bad, frankly. I mean, the Jazz, again, in game one, I think that's pretty solid. you got a Jazz team under... that doesn't
1: even like each other. So, let, right. so, like, let's throw our models out the window for how good we think the Jazz are. This Nuggets team, I don't necessarily trust. We have no idea how Jokic is going to look. Uh, they have a lot of depth, but they are a team that needs chemistry. They're not... Um, They're not a, you know, a a hero ball isolation type team. So I think that could be a problem for the Nuggets, whereas I think the Thunder with Paul leading the way uh, might have an advantage here. Lakers are obviously tough, but um, they can definitely beat the Grizzlies. Then you get the Wizards and the Suns. I mean, it's a pretty nice schedule.
0: It is. I think you're right. I mean, the over-under is at four, um, definitely lean towards the over, but Um, again this is another team that I think with some older players as they get towards the end um, you know from a seeding perspective again they're fighting um, to stay in five and six which they should I don't see them really they're a game and a half ahead of seven so unless the Mavericks come back really really hot they've got the tiebreaker over the Rockets it looks like they should have a chance to avoid the Lakers there not anything i'm gonna bet what
1: do you think i wouldn't bet this either i think four is the perfect number i think they're gonna struggle against some of these better teams and then beat up on the weaker teams and i see you know uh, i think the heat the clippers and the lakers will probably be losses and then they probably blow one of the games that we've mentioned is easy Uh, maybe the nuggets um so four seems about right there
0: the Orlando Magic, again, half a game behind the Brooklyn Nets for the seven seed, a.k.a. the race to avoid Milwaukee in round one. Yeah. <laughs> They've got the Nets, the Kings, the Pacers, Raptors, Sixers, Celtics, Nets again, and the Pelicans. Uh, not the worst schedule. What do you think? No, not at all. But now, did this team have people not playing, though? Let me go back and double check. For some reason, off the top of my head, I think that they are missing some players. I mean, I haven't seen anyone there yet, but I also don't have a list of players that have Corona. I mean, the Orlando Magic are in Florida, and as we know, things are um, a little rough there. So, you know, keep your, stay wary of kind of what's going on down there. But, you know, they need three wins to push, four to go over, lean towards the over here, but maybe, I mean, again, the game against Toronto. So they'll be underdogs against Indiana, Toronto, Philadelphia, Boston, And New Orleans, so that's five of the eight games. My guess is they'll be close and/or dogs in. I'm sorry, close and/or favorites in the other three. What do you think? Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't. I'm not going to bet this at all. And I don't like the Magic as an upset potential team. I think that they really struggle against the better teams. Um, I'm not really excited about them at all. I think that they just kind of make the playoffs and just get swept in the first round and head home to Orlando, where they already are
0: now this is something we both already bet we talked spread into this early yes. on the philadelphia 76ers now before we read the schedule here folks their win total four and a half spread and i have already bet the over on four and a half they've got the pacers the spurs the wizards the magic the blazers the suns again <laughs> the raptors and the rockets this is just an absolute sweetheart. is this the easiest the schedule we've read 76ers. so far it's pretty easy. I, I mean, think it you is. Get the Pacers in Oladipo's first game back. You get the Spurs who may not care. You've got the Wizards who may not care. You've got the Magic who they should be able to beat no problem. The Trailblazers might not care. The Phoenix Suns um, who won't care at that point. Then the Raptors and Rockets who might be looking to rest guys towards the end. Um, this should just be a cakewalk. I was looking at Ben Simmons Instagram. He's running around. He's lifting weights. He's doing stuff that people with a hel- with healthy back healthy backs are doing. <laughs> so um i'm excited
1: you should be i mean uh talk about teams that the nba seem to want in you know i think the sixers and the pelicans got the most favorable schedules um for the the west and east respectively and this is a great schedule and we know that this is a philadelphia team who uh had a nice little run last year going into the playoffs by beating up on weaker teams kind of gives that same feeling and uh this team going into the playoffs with confidence they could be anybody, uh, Milwaukee included. This could be a finals team here as crazy as that sounds for how this team looked, uh, in January and February. Um, but boy, get this schedule, get them on a roll. Uh, they could be something to, uh, to watch out for. But, uh, the main reason for our bet is not because we think they're going to make the finals
0: just because we think that they have one of the easiest schedules of the whole, uh, bubble. Yeah. They should be focused on moving up. I mean, the worst they can do is six, they're eight and a half games above seven. Um, they're tied with the Pacers. I guess the Pacers have the tiebreaker for fifth, but um, they're both two games back at Miami and four. So the Sixers could move up to five, um, have to play Miami, maybe move up to four and have to play Miami, but have, you know, home court advantage, which who knows what that'll even mean at this point. So um, yeah, we're going to talk about that after we finish this, because
1: I think there is some interesting speculation to be done on <laughs> what home court even means.
0: Yeah. The Phoenix Suns, we'll go through this pretty quickly. Um, I don't think they should be motivated at all. They're pretty much out of the playoffs. They've got the Wizards, Mavericks, Clippers, Pacers, Heat, Thunder, Sixers, and Mavericks. Their over-under is two-and-a-half wins. Um, What do you think, Spread? Is there any chance on earth the Suns win three of these games?
1: There's a chance, but, I mean, I'm not betting it. Um, Oubre's out, right?
0: Yeah, let me double check their list. He was a big um, part of the reason that they were covering spreads. There. Yeah, Ubre's out. Ubre's out. So that that's gonna be tough for them for sure. That's he's their starting power for a small forward and one of their better defenders.
1: Yeah, and he but actually yeah, and took over to a lot of the it. offense um, when Booker was on the bench. They staggered them pretty staggered him and Booker pretty effectively. Um, last year he was getting to the rim, exciting the team and, and a great defender. So I think that's a huge loss for a team that was already struggling with depth to begin with. Um, to me, this is a W for all these teams really on the schedule. I don't think there's, I think this is one of the worst teams going into it. Uh, maybe some Devin Booker's over. He might be looking to put on a, a show for, uh, for some of these other players all stuck in the bubble to try and get himself, uh, you know, situated for a team up. Um, but other than that, really, I have not a lot of interest in
0: betting Phoenix
1: at all during this whole
0: thing, except for fading them. Well, that's what I mean. Why aren't we betting under two and a half? What three What three games do they win? Well, give them the Wizards. So that's one. Then they have the Mavericks, Clippers, Pacers, Heat, Thunder, Sixers, Mavericks again. Yeah, you're right. That should be two and a half, huh? It is. It's two and a half, right? So you go under two and a half. I mean, uh, what's what's the what's even the what's the second game they win? Let alone the third. I mean, it would be a Mavericks or a Sixers resting people because they've already got their spot locked up. Something like that, man. That's that's another. I guess I'll pass on that. But it feels like we should go under two and a half. Right, it time. almost
1: does here. Let's double back to this by the end of the show all right (laughs) let's table this because i have it queued up right now
0: all right i'm gonna i'm gonna highlight that we'll come back and decide we're gonna bet on that later um the trailblazers under three and a half is the total the scheduled grizzlies celtics rockets nuggets clippers sixers mavericks and nets that's a pretty tough schedule until the nets at the end um that's another one. That feels like a are under. Goal under. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna bet that. I mean, I don't half. know.
1: Your your main worry is just that Dame goes off and drops sixty on some of these better
2: teams.
0: But you, you hear the way he's talking; he doesn't seem to really care or be interested or think that they have a serious shot. I just this doesn't seem like a team that's gonna come out motivated and playing hard. I, I think, um, yeah, maybe you get a lot of Dame overs just because he's kind of screwing around and, and shooting a lot. But well, they'll have their um,
1: forward depth back. How do you think that affects some Nurkic and Collins
0: back in the lineup? Um, I think if they had some more games to play and kind of get into some sort of semblance of shape and understanding what's going on, I think that may actually even hurt them trying to integrate those two guys into what is a different roster already. I mean, again, you look at it, Trevor Rees is out, Rodney Hood's out, so that's a little bit of wing depth.
1: It's a lot of wing depth for a team that was struggling on the wings to begin with. Right, so it's...
0: Under three and a half, man, that's that looks tasty. Yeah, I actually like that more
1: than the the two and a half that we just discussed on
0: Phoenix. Alright, I'm gonna bet that I just did. I am too. Alright, Portland. So that's that's our second collaborative play. I bet the Bucks under six and the Heat under four and a half, but you were too much of a wimp. <laughs> but we'll go Portland under minus one fifteen. Alright, um, Portland. Now your Sacramento Kings. They again are three and a half games behind the eight seed. Maybe they're kind of a uh, an underdog, if you will. What do you think, spreader? They're going to come out fighting and playing hard. They've got the Spurs, Magic, Mavericks, Pelicans, Nets, Rockets, Pelicans, and Lakers. It's not too bad of a schedule. They've got the Lakers last, so maybe they'll get lucky with a little rest there. They've got the Pelicans twice, so you know if they're going to get it done and actually move ahead, that's an opportunity for them to get you know, kind of up on those guys. Um, What are you expecting from Sacramento?
1: I don't want to touch this team. We had four players um, test positive for COVID. I only know three of them. I know Lynn Jabari Parker and Buddy Heald, Uh, but that means Buddy Heald's going to have no um, time to get ready. He's going to come in out of shape, you know, because he's still going to be healing. He's quarantined right now. The other two players are quarantined. Um, I don't really like their chances at all here. Um, What did they put the number at? I'm sorry.
0: Um, Let me pull that up real quick. Mine
1: is still confirming that Portland bet for some reason. I
0: don't know why it's taking so long to confirm. Sacramento 3 was the number for Sacramento. Doesn't that seem right? I think it does. I mean, I think that they are going to be... Um, I would lean over. I mean, I think they uh, really. They beat the, I think they. I think they beat the Nets. They have a chance to split with the Pelicans. That Magic game shouldn't be tough. I don't know what the Spurs are really going to be, you know, trying to do. And then again, the, the Lakers is their last game, so who knows how many players the Lakers actually play? But um, lean over here. I'm a little more optimistic maybe about Sacramento. Yeah, honestly, if
1: we didn't have the COVID concerns, this team was starting to come together. Um, I still think De'Aaron Fox, just because the team is so bad, um, doesn't really get recognized for being the special talent that he is. Um, I don't really like our coaching, which I think is another reason that I'm not high on um, the team for this little eight-game stretch, where I do think coaching is going to matter. Um, And then the fact that Heald, Parker, and Lynn aren't going to be able to practice with the team for this whole time. They'll be joining late if they even join at all. Uh, just not a, not very optimistic about this team's chances here. Uh, I think the three numbers are about right. Um, but I think we're going to get some great performances from Fox, and I think they're going to be a fun team to watch.
0: They are. I'm going to look a little more into them. That's a team, I think, game to game that I'm going to be looking to bet on um, versus bet against. Now, a team that I think I'm going to be betting against because I don't necessarily expect them to be coming out and playing their best. Um, If we listen to our buddy DB, there's no reason to be optimistic about the San Antonio Spurs. They've got the Kings, the Grizzlies, Sixers, Nuggets, Jazz, Pelicans, Rockets, and Jazz again. So the schedule's not that bad. They get the Jazz twice. Those are very winnable games. Um, The Grizzlies game should be tight. The game against the Kings should be tight and should be winnable if they're, you know, playing at their best. I mean, the Pelicans game should be competitive. We'll see what the Nuggets have. And this schedule doesn't look terribly daunting, but I don't have much in me to believe that they'll be trying their very best. What do you think?
1: Here's what I don't like about them. The way they match up, we, you know, we're, we're down on the Jazz, uh, but the Jazz match up well with the Spurs. Um, I I really don't have any reason to believe. What do you think? What do you think Popovich's attitude towards this is all? You know, I've talked about the importance of coaching here. He might be a guy who thinks that this whole thing is silly and just a quick money grab, um, and might not be motivated to be the best coach that he can be. What do you think we'll have as far as a attitude from up top on the coaching with this team?
0: Again, it's a great organization. We talked about that at the beginning. Strong coach, strong organization. So, you know, if there is a team that might be able to pull it together, you know, again, we still have lots of questions about their roster and their ability to play. We know Lamarcus Aldridge isn't coming. Um, just going to be really tough. So, I, I wonder if uh, Popovich know being kind of a thoughtful concerning guy um you know one of the first guys to really rest his players kind of looks at everybody and goes you know we're probably not making the playoffs let's uh let's have fun here for eight games and make sure nobody gets hurt so um again i'm not i'm looking to bet against them more more than to bet on them
1: all right well cool my uh blazers bet finally went through here so now my screen isn't crazy um, That's weird. I'm, I'm not touching this team. I would actually go under, but I don't want to bet against them. For what I just said, I mean, there's also the chance that Popovich comes out and says we're professionals, we have pride, and he gets the most out of this team. So um, completely stay away from this team. Now, what are the chances that this team is eliminated by, like, the fourth game?
0: Pretty good. Um, again, from a standing standpoint, I believe, again, there are three and a half games out so you know if they lose those first four first couple games which um, you know maybe they do I, I think they could they sh- they should beat the Kings but you know if they lose the Kings Grizzlies Sixers um, that Nuggets game is is looking pretty much like a must win
1: yeah um All
0: right. oh. yeah and
1: uh, so how would you handicap this team if they are eliminated by the Nuggets
0: fade hard you think they just, just- fade 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 them every time i mean and probably maybe even look at like some alt spreads and stuff because i think that once again they're out you're going to get to start to see a lot of backups and um a lot now of weird will minutes players just stuff. go home i wonder that'll be really interesting to see as, as teams get eliminated will guys actually just leave I will, hopefully they, they get them to commit to this popovich
1: and, seems like a guy who would if his guys wanted to go home he'd be like sure
0: Oh, absolutely. I think he'd leave. I think he'd yeah. let that was some, some of the assistants get yeah, a chance. Yeah, let Hammond um, uh, get Yeah, right, get Becky to... Hammond, yeah. let her coach whoever feels like staying to play. Um, that's, exactly. I could totally see that. So under or nothing with San Antonio. Is,
1: what we're dealing with is so unprecedented here, you know. It's just
0: nuts. Yeah. The Raptors, second seed in the East. Three game lead on Boston, so they're looking to win probably, you know, four, maybe five games, lock up that second. Team so they could be locked in by their last three, down. huh? Right? Yeah, exactly. The over under is five. Looking at their schedule Lakers, Heat, Magic, Celtics, Grizzlies, Bucks, Sixers, Nuggets. A really difficult schedule. Um, lean towards the under there, but you know, competent team, good organization. I wonder if, you know, they're gonna come out and, and play well. You know, they've got the Bucks later on, so the Bucks might have things locked up by then. Same thing maybe for the Sixers or the Nuggets. Um so, you know, lean under there, but not a play I'm gonna make, what do you think?
1: I don't think so because I think this this is another situation where gosh, those Bucks in those Sixers games may mean a lot to the teams mentally. It might not mean anything in the standings. Um I mean, are they going to really care about making a statement or are they just going to roll with the backups and let those guys get some time? So uh, we have really no way to to know this. This is all unprecedented. We can't even use like past seasons um, on how they've acted after they've clinched as an indicator of how they're going to act now. Just because there might be the impetus to play all the starters and get these guys in shape, ready to go. Um, I think that number of five is about right.
0: Yeah, there will be another team as we look at their schedule. That Grizzlies, that Memphis game, they might have things pretty close to tied up by then, so they might be a good fade in that Memphis game and maybe, and definitely probably the Nuggets in the last game. But um, on to the Jazz, who um, have a center who we all remember um, said... COVID-19 was very silly and uh, made sure to touch everyone's microphone before he left. Uh, shortly thereafter, tested positive as well as his teammate Donovan Mitchell for COVID-19. They are very upset at each other. So you've got a feuding team, a couple COVID cases. Um, Bogdanovich, the best shooter on the team, a huge, huge. Huge piece for them has already decided he's not going to be out. And then you look at this schedule, Pelicans, Thunder, Lakers, Grizzlies, Spurs, Nuggets, Mavericks, and Spurs. If it wasn't for those two Spurs games, I'm not sure that they would actually win any games. Um, What do you think about Utah? Fade, 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 fade. Under four. What are you thinking? I'm ready. Are you ready?
1: All right. Before I do this, let me see. How could
0: they go over? I mean... I guess What's like, what What are the five games that they win so they beat the Spurs twice they get a Mavericks resting team and beat them so they would have to win three of their last four games and then we would need what again the number is four so we still need, need two a Grizzlies more. upset and the Pelicans upset yeah I, I, I'm ready are you ready yeah I'm ready let's do it alright donezo And a lot
1: of this is just based off the fact that they are not in a good position as a team. Um, I think that the chemistry matters a lot, and they're going to need to look to move on um, from Gobert, most likely, because if I were you, I'd I'd build around Mitchell, right? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Rudy's going to need a fresh start after this.
0: Last up, Washington. Washington. Unfortunately, spread. Still no John Wall. No Davis-Burtons. They play Phoenix, Brooklyn, Indiana, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Milwaukee, and Boston. Um, Not the toughest schedule, especially when you consider how late Milwaukee is in that schedule and what, again, you know, their motivation is going to look like um, from there. So what do you think of this schedule? You know, again, looking at their standings here, they are have just the slightest chance of maybe getting that playoff playing game um they are five and a half games behind the magic so they'd they'd have to come out and win you know probably three or four probably four of these games really to have a chance to get into that um playoff tournament i'm a little disappointed though they don't they don't play the magic how would they not give them a game against the magic that's kind of disappointing
1: yeah that's terrible uh overall the the team's done i don't
0: even know why they're
1: here um Davis Berton's already knew they had no chance. I wonder how much of the rest of the players know. The only reason I'm not bending under two is this is the NBA, and
0: that's just to, to ask is, any
1: of these talented teams to go one and
0: seven, It's that's not worth making a bet. I don't think I think there's value. three wins. They could beat the Suns. They could beat the Nets and then a Bucks team that doesn't care late. So Or the um, Celtics
1: or the Thunder. I mean, a lot of these teams could be locked into positions, which is why under two, there's no value. I don't care who it is. An NBA team with this professional level talented,
0: I don't think you can bet an under two. Totally agree. So we'll stay we'll stay away from that one. Um, and that is it. All right, spread. That was quite a bit. Let's just recap quickly. Three bets that we did make. We've got Philly over four and a half. Portland under three and a half. The Jazz under four. Now we wanted to circle back on Phoenix under two and a half. What do you think? Let's look at that one. I four, think I'm going to go with the uh, same
1: principle as last time, and these teams are too talented. We have too much of a chance of them just running into a couple teams at the end that we have circled as Ws right now that could just be resting, and we don't see any starter minutes. Um, so Booker and the other guys want to put on a show because maybe they want to get out of Phoenix. I say we stay away from that. Two and a half a half's too low.
0: So um, we had a couple others from the lean's perspective, so we'll put the Suns uh, under 2.5 officially as a lean. I did bet the Bucks under six, as well as the Heat under 4.5. Spread did not. Uh, We also like the Pacers over four, Clippers under 5.5, Memphis over three, and again, the Suns under 2.5, but we're not actually betting those, just leans for us um now do you want to take a quick look at some of the game one lines i know that um we're a little over an hour at this point but do you want to touch on those quickly
1: yeah i mean if people want to turn it off turn it off but i'm having fun i mean this is the first we've talked to nba in what about three months so uh let's knock it out i mean i'm down to to talk about a lot of this stuff about you know um the fact that no there's gonna be no home court advantage um normally the battle for four or five right that's a big battle right now it's not as big a deal you're playing the same team no matter what at the same court so all
0: right let's jump into some of the games here we're going to use FanDuel. um thanks okay. to the i got five times for all those so, over okay so you either. got five times up there are lines at a couple places i'm going to use FanDuel because i actually have the openers there for a couple of those okay. um so let's start here the first game and i actually have already bet on this the utah jazz and the new orleans pelicans the pelicans are minus two the jazz actually open minus two i have a pelicans money line i think somewhere around minus 110 it's minus 126 right now so a little bit of clv for me there wait which Um, game is this the utah jazz and the new orleans pelicans why is okay five times is it running this line That's interesting. I wonder if maybe they don't have the Jazz game. So maybe to to try another book. But, yeah, the line right now, Pelicans minus two, and it actually opened Pelicans plus two. Do you agree with that line movement? Of course. I mean, we got a team that we just
1: talked about. They don't want to play each other. They don't want want to play with each other. So I don't have high hopes for the Jazz at all. I think as good as a coach as I think Quinn Snyder is, I think this is too much for
0: even him to overcome. So, um, yeah, I, I actually like the Pelicans here. Yeah, I do. And again, I've actually already bet them. I still like them at minus 2, minus 110. I think I have them like minus 1 at some number, but um, still looks pretty good there. The total at 220, this is something that's interesting. We we went back and forth in our chat a little bit on some of the totals, and all the totals look like they've been knocked down. So it seems that the assumption is when these games start um, that they're going to be a little bit slower and um, take some time to get back into it. What do you think about totals? Here's the reason I don't want to touch
1: it. I think you can make good arguments either way. Yes, I don't think the players are going to shoot as well. I think the shooting percentages will be down. I also don't think the teams are going to defend as well. You know, team defense, (laughs) the switching, the way that that the NBA works, I don't think the defenses are going to be as in sync. And um, so that's why I'm not going to touch them at all. If anything, I would probably go against the line moves. I think the original lines were pretty sharp, and they've been bet down. Um, There might be values on the overs. Uh, (laughs) but because we got what another 30 days of these being betting down so um uh, i'm keeping keep an eye on it but i'm not really too excited to hit the totals market i think it's gonna be much harder to predict than the sides
0: clippers and lakers right now it's uh pretty much even i'm looking at minus 108 each way so Put oh on wow for, for having a little under the minus 110 juice uh, so on five dimes you can get plus one and a half uh if you want the clippers Okay, so yeah, right now they've got the Lakers plus one. Um, I've actually already bet the Lakers. I've got them at minus 102, so just a little bit of CLV for me. The reason there, um, there's been reports that the Lakers have actually been together practicing. um, Mm -hmm. So I think that they're going to come out hot. And like you said, LeBron James over eight games um, with the opportunity to rest a little bit before the playoffs if there's some of those tournaments. uh, I think he's going to come out on fire and try to make a statement there in that first game. So I am happily a holder of the Los Angeles Lakers.
1: All right, and I haven't touched this game. I think it's fascinating, you know. Um, I mean, talk about a way to, to bang it off. I mean, this thing's going to do NBA final styles ratings. Um, this is going to be the overreaction. Whoever wins is going to be the instant title contender. <laughs> Right. And the other team's going to be terrible and, you know, this and that. So uh, I'm looking forward to this game from a fan's perspective uh, and I haven't got involved yet. I'm a little worried just with Los Angeles being the way it is in California. um, Really, Los Angeles is the one driving our covid stats up. So I just worry that some of these players might end up uh, changing the landscape of this by testing positive in the next 30 days um so that's why i'm staying away right now um but i can't really argue with your lakers look here
0: next up is orlando and this game looks like it's probably the biggest mover this opened brooklyn minus two and now is orlando minus four Um, Now, between the opening of that line, we had the Dinwiddie news, um, again, as well as we know DeAndre Jordan's out, we know Wilson Chandler's out, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have confirmed that they're out. So some injury news and some COVID news pushing that around. But um, I actually wonder if there'll be a little bit of value on the Nets by the time this game gets started. I'm not sure that the Magic, you know, again, on a neutral court, deserve to be four-point favorites here. But we'll see how this goes. I'm definitely going to wait. I don't have a really interest in getting involved in this game. We'll see in the next
1: 31 days if I change my mind. Um, I really don't even I don't really know what to expect from either of these teams, so uh, I'll stay away right now. But uh, you're right. I think there is going to be a lot of anti-Nets look, and if this line keeps moving the way I think it does, there might end up being value on Brooklyn here. I could see it getting to five, five and a half, maybe even six by the time uh, August rolls around.
0: Yeah, and if it turns out that Dinwiddie's able to get healthy and come back and play, um, this will snap back in the other direction. So keep your eyes out on that. Oh, good point. I didn't
1: think about that because he's not necessarily rolled out, is he? He just has COVID right now, right?
0: No, we've we've got a month. So yeah. if he is able to recover in time and then you know have the two weeks of quarantine and, and meet all the requirements, um, the Nets I think are actually probably an interesting look again, especially if this number continues to creep up.
1: Yeah, the other thing that will be interesting will be the lingering effects of COVID. We've also heard that um, you know, some people aren't getting back to full lung capacity in a game like NBA basketball. That's really important. I wonder how many players that kind of have got it and tweeted out that they're feeling fine um, and they might be for their day-to-day life are going to be affected. And this is, like I said, completely um, speculation and we're in uncharted territory here. So it's just something for us to keep an eye on.
0: Memphis Grizzlies, uh, small dogs to the Trail Blazers. I'm seeing minus 104 on the Grizz, minus 112 on the Blazers. I actually bet the Grizzlies at minus 102. That was the third bet, the the third number I've already hit here. I like the Grizzlies. Again, simply a Trail Blazers fade for the most part, um, and I think the Grizzlies are going to be focused on I think John Morant's going to come out really hot, and they've had a chance to get healthy. I think Brandon Clark's going to be healthy. I think Jaron Jackson's going to be healthy, and they could be pretty scary in a short span. So I'm happy to be on the Grizzlies right now. What do you think?
1: Yeah, here's another one where I'm worried about the Dame explosion. You know, the Grizzlies seem to be the better team. Um, But the Blazers will have the best player on the court, and that can't be discounted. So I'm not going to get involved in this game here um, just yet, but I think it's going to be a great – indicator for us as bettors to see um, the mindset of these teams, how well that they're playing together, and, and maybe what we can expect from them for the next seven games.
0: Phoenix minus three and a half against Washington. I don't know that I really care all that much. Um, again, I'm not sure that Phoenix deserves to be that big of a favorite of Washington with no Oubre, but um, no reason to bet this for me.
1: What about the over and the under on this one? I know I said I was going to stay away from totals, but these are two teams that I love betting overs on. Uh, I mean, if, if this is a regular season, yeah. On
0: if this is a regular season game, what would this be? Two forty.
1: Oh yeah, they were they were closing 237s, maybe. 238s, two thirty eight. Both teams, especially the Wizards. Uh, Wizards w- were in the two sixties live way more often than than you, than you would expect. Um, this is a team that scored that did not defend. Um, that would be my look towards this game right now. I'm not going to try and even bother getting involved for a side here. Um, but I'm This not would be gonna a good one for right some now. live
0: overs I, I want to watch a quarter and see how everybody looks But there will definitely be some good opportunities To grab some overs there for sure
1: Yeah a live over might be good too Because I remember you were thinking You thought the first quarters were going to be slower um, Then we get that Usually number down players- to
0: 220 I'm all over it Right. Usually, when players come back from long breaks, the first quarters are a little clunky and a little slow. Mm-hmm. I also think that there's going to be some impact on where they're playing, similar to the way in the first couple NCAA, tur- NCAA tournament games, teams shoot poorly because uh. they're just not used to looking at backboards in kind of that in the way that the, those arenas are set up. So I wonder if there's going to be some just you know lack of comfort when, when those guys step onto whatever these courts look like so i think that the beginnings of these games are going to be slow um but i think that i think that's watch, a great to point make yeah.
1: yeah i think mean, that's another um another real important point to think of when you're looking at these uh these totals and maybe a reason to wait and just jump in live and maybe seven to eight points lower uh than whatever it closed at
0: Celtics are playing the Bucks. The Bucs are five-point favorites. Again, not much for the Bucks to play for here, but I assume Giannis will want to come out and play hard since it's the Celtics, and he's going to want to make a statement. So I guess that line looks right. Maybe a little value on Boston. What
1: do you think? I think there's value on Boston, but I'm not going to play it because I think you're absolutely right as the fact that this game has no effect in the standings, but I think mentally it's really important. Um, for whoever, which team gets the win, you know, for the Bucks, it just continues, um, you know, the idea in their mind and the idea of the Celtics, hey, we are better than you. Uh, we're going to take you out uh, just like we did last year. Um, for the Celtics, a win here, and all of a sudden they're talking to uh, NBA Finals, right? So um, huge game. I think the five points is a little much, but Milwaukee was a covering machine, high, one of the highest net ratings we'd ever seen in the history of the game here. Um, Stay away for right now, but fortunately we got a month to change our mind.
0: Absolutely. Um, Let's see, the last game – oh, no, I'm sorry, not the last game on day one. Your Kings, three-point favorites over the Spurs. That looks just about right. Yeah, I actually
1: like – you know, I spoke down on the Kings that are here earlier, but uh, I love the way they match up. The team is so much younger um, than the Spurs. Most likely have the best player on the floor with De'Aaron Fox, 100% healthy. Um, My big worry here is just the coaching mismatch. You got one of the best coaches in the league, and Greg Popovich going against one of the worst coaches in the league, and Luke Walton, um, which is why I'm not going to lay the three right now. Um, but this is another one. We got a month to decide, and I wouldn't be surprised if I had a nice little Kings ticket in my pocket as this game got closer.
0: All right, jumping into this will be the last game on day one. The Rockets play the Mavericks, Rockets, small favorites, minus one and a half. That feels just about right, again, with all the uncertainty around, um, you know, everyone's health and things. Yeah, see, I like Houston
1: here, and it's the point I made earlier about how Harden's pretty much plug and play. Um, You know, like I said, it doesn't take a lot of team chemistry to give one guy the ball and all just clear out. Um, So I, I like Houston here. Um, and I think I will have a rocket stick in my pocket. I think there's going to be a lot of love for Dallas because Luke is younger and, you know, he's just more fun, right? He's more fun to root for. So uh, I'm going to wait on this number. I think I might be, even get, be able to get close to even. I think money will come in on Dallas, but I like Houston here.
0: Yeah, I, I do, too. It's um, Again, if everyone's healthy and, and they look good and we feel solid, I, I think you made a great point earlier around uh, Houston's going to have the least to kind of figure out of, it, of everybody. So um, I'm on board there. Lean towards the Rockets, but won't be playing that. All right, we'll jump into the next. This, this is day two, but we do have five lines for those games. The Heat uh, plus one against the Nuggets. Lean towards the Heat, but again, a, too much uncertainty. I think that number seems fair. How about you? Yeah, I like the Heat here. I think that with their,
1: uh, this is a team that has a coaching advantage and an organizational advantage. I don't think we need to cap their motivation. I think that um, the Nuggets are a team the way that their motion offense works that they need a little more. Um, they're going to need a little more time to get accustomed to each other and get back in the swing of things. Where I think the Heat can just get out and go. They play a little more ISO. They try and get the three point shots and a lot of the things that they do, just effort. Um, and and their zone defense is going to translate well right away. So I like Miami in this opening game.
0: Next one is a game that I actually bet while we were talking. The Oklahoma City Thunder are minus 108 against the Jazz, also minus 108. I bet Oklahoma City. um, I'm ready for some Jazz fades. I think that money will come in on Oklahoma City over time as we continue to learn more and more. So I got minus 103 right now. You're telling me I should just jump on this right now, right? I think so. I think all these numbers in these Jazz games are going to move away from them. Um, you know, I don't know what the opener was, but again, I know that the Pelicans Jazz game has already moved four points in the Pelicans' favorite, so I don't know if – I don't think the Jazz open favorites over the Thunder, but maybe that moved a point or two either way. I, I have Jazz
1: been. minus one here, so I can get the money line at minus 103. I'm not even going to grab the one point at minus 110. I'd rather have <laughs> less juice here. Um, obviously, we can't sell at this point on these early lines. Otherwise, I'd be looking to do that. I'd take the Thunder down to minus two, and we might be jumping back in and doing that um, as the season gets closer. But uh, this is the first game that I've gone ahead and put some money in right now. So uh, I really like your look here. I love the Thunder team, Um, the way they're coming. I think that this is going to be a nice little coming-out party for Billy Donovan kind of establishing himself as a a better coach. I think this is a great time for him to shine, and with Chris Paul's leadership, uh, I like the Thunder here.
0: Now, this next game will be both of these teams' second games. The Clippers are minus five over the Pelicans. That seems fair.
1: Okay, and I didn't have a line for that one, so I wasn't uh, looking at it.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I don't have, I don't even uh, want to touch that game. Yeah, Pacers-Sixers is the next game. Sixers are, are minus four over the Pacers. That seems fair. Again, only really? I first think it's a little back.
1: too high. To me, really? it's the plus
0: four pass here. I think that Oladipo will be a r- little rusty in his first game back in action, but we'll see. It's it's definitely a pass. Yeah, for me. and then you got the Embiid killing Turner deal, huh? Yeah, and this is the last game. Yep, the last game we have lines for mm-hmm. the Lakers in their second game minus three and a half over the Raptors. I believe this is the Raptors' first game. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that seems about right. All right, spread. Anything? Are else you, you want to touching to talk that
1: Lakers Raptors game? No. I'm not either. All right. Well, let me go ahead and place this bet then um, for the Thunder. So the one thing I want to talk to you about is uh, the last thing is lack of home court advantage. How does that affect this team? How is this going to affect the way that we're approaching the playoffs?
0: It's really tough. I, I think that because there's equally no home court advantage for these teams that Um, You probably don't have to think about it all that often. Again, the way that I'm going to be approaching these games is not from a modeling perspective. I think that anyone that is going to try to, you know, kind of model player performance, even, you know, down at a deep player level model that you feel really good about is going to be hard to trust over this small sample size and given all the different factors we have so I think a lot of the angles that we're going to be betting and, and you know I think you heard when we talked about a lot of these games we didn't really talk about you know whether Oklahoma City was much better than Utah it was simply just you know we think Oklahoma City is going to be healthy and, and have all their players and we think Utah is going to be unhealthy and, and possibly fighting with each other I mean we're talking about really soft um, you know qualitative angles instead of quantitative angles so I think again when you start to think about that home court edge you know if you are using numbers make just make sure you go in obviously and strip that out of course but i think because it's kind of equally awkward for everyone i'm not too worried about it
1: yeah i'm worried that we're going to lose some of the edges that we've built over the years um my the number one thing i think is a team loses two games on the road right (laughs) what do we always do we bet that team game three at home we bet a lot on the points because usually they're getting points at home. And then we grab a little of that plus money, money. Exactly.
0: You, you, you lose all those good
1: schedule those angles.
0: Hour. Yeah. Um, and you lose all the good travel angles. I mean, all these teams yeah. will be – well, I guess I would wouldn't maybe when you think about that, actually, some of these West Coast teams, maybe it would be good to track kind of where everybody's been living for the last week and then just kind of fade the guys, you know, who are going from West Coast to East Coast. Well, a lot West of them are heading out there
1: right now. So, like, the Kings will be out there within the next week. So, by the time okay, that good. first game tips off – They'll have been in Orlando for okay, three weeks. Right. So then that, that wipes
0: away anything, right? There's no yeah. more scheduling angles or kind of things like that. So we're down to just, you know, matchups and um, frankly, kind of the eye test. I think this is, It's going to be really important if you're going to be betting these games to be watching a lot of them at the very least going through and you know watching the quick recaps where you can kind of watch the whole game in like 15 minutes and stuff i love those on youtube Uh, yeah and League Pass does that too they have a five minute and a 15 minute version of the game
1: for uh i like to watch those when i log off after i've been maybe only watching one or two uh just to catch me up and get me ready uh for the next day so um, definitely love those. I mean, dude, there's there's so many different angles here. How are the teams going to act once they've got something locked in? Like I said, does four to five even matter now? I don't really think it does. You're not fighting for that fourth spot like you would. You know, because you're not getting the home court's not going to matter for pretty much anything. I mean, it's just uh, how much you know advantage does that take away from the higher seats, not having that game seven at home. I mean, this is just fascinating. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun and it sucks because everything we're going to learn isn't really going to help us in the future, assuming things
0: go back to normal. Yeah. So, you know, I, th- I think one of the other things that we're going to spend a lot of time doing, spread. it's a shame because, you know, you're an AARP member. And um, <laughs> have you heard about have you heard about social media? Are you aware that there is this place where people put all these pictures and videos from their life? Yeah, I've heard did, about that. that. You can access. Well, I yeah. think we're going to have to spend some time on those websites figuring them out. There's the, there's the Instagram, maybe the Snapchat, although the Snapchats apparently disappear. Anyway, spread. I think we're going to have to spend some time going through that and seeing who's been in shape, seeing who's been actually playing basketball. But um, yeah. it's an exciting, fun time spread. We just got to spend an hour and a half talking about NBA basketball. We placed, what did we place? Four bets. I mean, I placed more than four, but yeah, so we only placed four bets. Um, Man, wasn't that great,
1: dude? It's awesome. I love the fact that we have lines up. You know, it's um, a lot of times the 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 sports kind of bring structure to my days and my weeks, and um, I'm looking forward to having that structure back. So uh, I can't wait. We'll check back in um, if something wild changes. Other than that, I'm thinking that we'll probably drop our next pod maybe a week. Um, before this all starts, and we'll probably have a lot more um, ideas just from getting, oh, and this is another thing, right? Are The beat writers aren't going to have the same access, right? So yeah. all our normal sources of information are not going to be the same. This information might be a little filtered. So, uh, But, yeah, we should check in because I'm thinking, you know, we only bet one today, but uh, we're probably going to have some more bets and, and some more money down on, on these games. So uh, we'll check back soon. But, boy, this is a lot of fun, dude. It was really good to talk to you.
0: Awesome, Fred. Well, thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Please uh, subscribe, rate, review. Um, We appreciate all that stuff. And you can follow us on Twitter at NetWorthPod. We'll keep you up to date there in terms of when the next podcast might be. And uh, have a great week. Yep. Whether it's 2K Sims
1: or WTA Exhibitions, good luck in all your wagers. All your
0: wagers.